Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Best Show Best, the best of the best show. And you can find out more about The Best Show over at thebestshow.net. It airs live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And if you're new to the program, this show, are uh, these are little bite-sized bits and greatest hits type samples of what we do every week. So if you like this, maybe you check out the full show. And if you want to support The Best Show... We have a Patreon set up over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. That is how you support the program. It is listener-sponsored now, and you give what you can, and we appreciate it. And there are prizes and benefits at all different levels of giving. So again, go to patreon.com slash thebestshow and support the show. And now please, without further ado, check out this episode of Best Show Best. Best Show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Boyce in Lower East Newbridge. How are you? I'm good. Well, welcome to the show, Boyce. Thank you. Um, I, I have a song. Oh, okay. One, a song for one song days. That you, yes. The kind and, of song um, you just play over I'm not going to go into deep detail about myself, but anyway, I enjoy um, doing uh, MMA, mixed uh, martial arts. Okay. And I have a song that really gets me in the mood to just, like, smash faces. All right. Um, it, it's by a rock group called The Monkees, and it's called Cuddly Toy. And that gets you in the mood to smash faces. Yes, I hate the song so much. Oh, okay, so it, 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 it provokes rage in you. I hate it. I, I hate... I'm not sure what you would call the genre. I guess you would call it soft shoe rock. I think you call it soft shoe rock. That's a oh good, my God. it's kind of like, it's kind of just like you're meant to kind of just get a little bit of the, your your elbows kind of, like your shoulders got to get a little swing. Little yes, like yeah, and, and like I, 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 I listen to it all day and then when I get in the uh, the octagon, okay, I, I don't see a human in front of me. I see a giant straw hat. Like a like a kind of like a vaudeville hat. Exactly. Yeah. You're not the only cuddly toy that was ever enjoyed by any boy. What are you doing with your hand right now? Like, are you doing the I'm hat thing? Like I'm holding a cane. Well, how, about, how about the, the, the other the other hand? Oh, and then I'm gonna then what I do is for this part, I make like I'm holding that cane yeah. left out in the rain. The day after summer came, and then now I pick up a bass. You're not the kind of girl to tell your mother the kind of company you keep. Yeah, then I'm playing an extra long bass. Oh, you sound mad, boys. Boys? Yeah, hey, I, I was in the other room. I, I just smashed a bunch of mirrors. Oh, okay. Yeah, you really, you, I wasn't sure if you were stewing or if you had set the phone down. I was No, sure. yeah, I, I went, I went two rooms away. Okay. I just started smashing the, the well, these mirrors, you I know. won't bring up cuddly toy anymore. Please don't. Okay. So how, uh, how, well, 
what's going on with you? How was this, how was your weekend? Good, real good. I um, you know, I tell you, I spent all day Sunday binging on that new Netflix show Ozark. Have you seen this thing? Ozark. Um, yes. I have not seen it, but I've heard it's really good. Well, it's that one Netflix show that doesn't have a single element of stand-up comedy in it. That's how they're actually touting uh, it. Okay. Yeah. Like they're actually that's actually a marketing angle. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love the show. I watched all of it, but um, it, I'll tell you, it's it's nothing like what I thought it was going to be about. It, it turns out it's about money laundering. Okay. Well, what what did you think? Um, what did you think Ozark was going to be about? I thought it was going to be about former Philadelphia Phillies manager uh, Danny Ozark. Why? So, okay, you thought that the show, the Netflix show Ozark, would be about a baseball manager. And, yeah. I mean, you would actually watch a show about a baseball manager? Are you kidding? I, I've loved all the, all the TV shows about baseball managers. All the, uh, I didn't know there were other shows about baseball managers. Are you serious? What, yeah. what dugout have you been hiding in? Television history is littered with sitcoms about and starring former baseball managers. Oh, okay. Yeah, the only only bummer of that is is that you know all but two of them had the exact same premise, which I'm sure you could probably guess. It's retired baseball great um, opens a bar and then he gets sucked into the lives of his patrons and you know all, all that stuff. Okay, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, that's a familiar premise for right. a show, but I, I don't know how these other shows you're talking about. What, what other shows are there? Well, you know, besides Cheers, there, yeah. there was, uh, oh my God, off the top of my head, uh, Tori's Place, you know, the, the star Joe Tori, um, your host, Yost, which, uh, starred Ned Yost of the Kansas City Royals, um, there was Whitey's Tavern, which was, uh, Whitey Herzog, he was in that. Uh, Buck's Bar, that's the newest one. And that's about Orioles manager Buck Showalter. And it's, uh, it's funny, it's directed by Buck Showalter's dad, Michael Showalter. Um, well, my, Michael Showalter is, I'm gonna say, I don't think that that's, that Michael Showalter is Buck Showalter's father. I think he is. Have you seen him up close? I have actually. I, I mean, he's, Everybody's, he's not the, he's not the kid in his twenties who was on the state anymore, but nobody, he's not, he doesn't look like he's in his seventies. What you're seeing is a lot of putty. You know, face putty. What other shows were there? Uh, uh, Casey at the Bar, that was one of the first ones, that was Casey Stengel, he was in that one. What else? Lasorda's Luncheonette, um, there was Billy's Blues and Beefs that starred Billy Martin, and it was, it was funny. It didn't last long. He 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 served beer, you know, and then he gets into this heated argument with everybody, and then the end of every episode, he was arrested and thrown in, into a police car very violently. Oh, that, yeah, I, I I actually would love to see that one. Yeah, um, and you know how how they'll take a guy's. Um, Shoelaces from him, you know, before they they put him in his cell. Mm-hmm. They would take his his uh, his his sock stirrups and 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 do the same. So he didn't do anything uh, risky with his exactly. Socks. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now you had said that 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 there were like one or two shows that um 
were not actually the, about the same premise of the retired ball player opening a bar. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. What what shows were those? Do you know? Yeah, there was uh, there, there's one called Where There's Sparky, There's Fire, and that starred Cincinnati Reds manager Sparky Anderson as a flagrant arsonist, and he would set fires all over southwestern Ohio, a lot of uh, a lot of property damage and a couple deaths. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, the other show was actually really interesting. Um, Atlanta Braves manager Bobby Cox played a disgraced player named Billy Cox, and basically Billy really blew the final game of the World Series when he dropped this real easy pop-up fly, and as a result, he can't walk down the street without people yelling at him. And the show didn't really gain any traction, mainly because of its title. What, what was the title? The title was You Suck, comma, and then uh, Bobby's last name, oh, okay. um, yeah, C-O-X. Gotcha. Yeah, I can, yeah. See, I can see why that television show didn't get much traction. Yeah, and it was on buses and, and you know, all kinds of, uh, mm-hmm. it was heavily promoted. And there were all these radio spots, too, and, you know, of course you can't see it. On the radio, uh, you know. You don't know the um, comma. You don't know exactly, about the comma, yeah. for example. On the not radio. good, not good. And Oh, and, and the show had this extra layer of weirdness in that in, in the show he keeps getting mistaken for former Jimi Hendrix and the Band of Gypsies bassist Billy Cox, also the same name, even though Billy Cox of You Suck, comma, C-O-X, is a honky. A honk, okay, a honky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's that's one for the ages. That uh, I guess they don't make them like that anymore, huh? They sure they sure don't. They sure yeah, don't. That's, that's a, you don't recognize my voice, do you? I'm sorry. You don't recognize my voice, do you? I don't. No, I, I don't. I don't think so. All right, maybe this will remind you. How our first bite's delicious. Hold on. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Wait. You're not my waiter from the other night over at Savory Mills, are you? Yes, I'm Boyce, your server. Okay. Yes. All right. I just... Well, let me give some context for people who don't live in, in the Newbridge area. Um, Savory Mills is a relatively new farm-to-table restaurant in uh, a historic Korean War era Newbridge and is uh, kind of a popular place. It's very good, wouldn't you say? Food, yeah, the food is the food is good. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I have to ask you something. Sure. Was there a problem with the service the other night? Um, wh- wh- why do you ask? Well, because the tip was decent, it wasn't great, right. and you you left really abruptly. Um, well, honestly, Boyce, uh, if you want to know the truth, is the food the food is uh, overall very good. But I found your weight style to be, um, all right. 
I found it to be annoying and kind of disturbing. <sighs> annoying and disturbing? What, what are you talking about? I, I, you really want to know? I do, yeah. Okay, well, you were doing that thing that a lot of... Uh, servers at at uh, restaurants do where you, and look I, I I'm all for everybody being friendly and and collegial and whatever just but you were way too familiar and and buddy buddyish to where I mean it didn't seem I don't know if anyone could have meant it as enthusiastic as as, as you were you sat you knelt down when you were taking the order, and then you kind of sat, like, forced yourself into the booth when you were taking the orders, and you wrote the specials out on a on the the paper on the table. It was like the for the tablecloth. It was like a paper. You wrote the specials out on it, and you know I had told you right at the beginning that I I don't eat meat, but you had to write every one of these meat specials that you're writing like bronzino or whatever i don't even remember what it was and then you couldn't even you couldn't spell it and then you had to ask someone how to spell it and you started over because you misspelled it was way too much of that kind of production for for what was required anything else um Seriously, you want me to? Yeah. Um. Yeah, there there were a couple other things. You when you you were constantly hovering around the table and like over the table and like over my shoulder and like right next to me. And then when the food came, you asked at least eight times how the food how is the food and is it as is it astounding? Is it perfect? I just remember there's so many things like, is everything perfect? And it's just like, there's a point where you're, you know, you just kept saying it over and over. Well, you know, it's called good service. And I wanted to make sure you, you were having a delightful time. I, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate good service, but it, it, you were, it's like there was a point where I it felt like you were about to start cutting my food for me. Like it felt I like was. You were. Oh, the, that was so. Why? Why would you even cut my food? I, I'm e- I'm an adult eating. I wanted to pamper you. I pamper my clients. Is that a crime? No, it's not a crime to pamper. Well, pamper is a strong word. I for pamper. Uh huh. Okay, it's a strong word for a restaurant to pamper. I think people just want quality service. Um, but okay, well, you know, here's, here's a kicker is, as if with all the, all the, are you, is everything perfect? Is everything outstanding? You know, all the hovering and probing and, 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 and then you suddenly, the second I finished taking the final bite of my food, you were, you had your hand on my plate and fork taking it away. Weird. I, I I thought you were excited about having dessert, and I was excited for you to hear about dessert. Well, I mean, it felt like what did you need to put a load of dishes in the dishwasher? Well, yeah, maybe I did. Because it was like there was a ru- it was like a rush. 
just let me set the fork down and just sit for a moment. I'm okay with. And look, I appreciate the effort, but it's way too, way too intense. And you also, it didn't stop when it was dessert time because you kept pushing. What was it, Miss Bessie's flourless chocolate cake? Miss Bessie's nummy flourless chocolate cake. That's right, nummy. Miss Bessie's nummy flourless chocolate cake. Where you, you over, you went so deep into the details on it, and then I just gotta say, when this thing showed up, it was so unremarkable, especially it cost thirteen dollars, and it was like the size of like a cookie, and yeah. Well, so, it was nummy at least, right? It was, Look, it tasted all right. It, well, you know, maybe you should have got death by chocolate. I don't know. Well, I didn't. I got the flourless chocolate cake. And it, look, it was good. It was very good. But it was just, I don't know. I, but, you know, all of this, I got to say, the main thing that that threw me the most was when... Uh, how kind of inappropriate I thought it was that that you asked me how my worms were while I was eating. Well, I I thought you think that was hilarious. It, it's from the Lost Boys. Yeah, no, I I caught the reference. Well, as you recall, the good-looking new face in town who looks like he's in Winger. Remember that? Uh huh. He he's eating Chinese takeout with the good-looking vampires who look like they're in White Snake. Uh huh. And Keith R. Sullivan, he, <laughs> he asked the new guy how his worms are, and the new guy looks down, and his noodles have turned into worms. Yeah, I know that, and that's a horror movie. That it, that's completely appropriate for a vampire movie, not for an actual eating experience in an actual restaurant. Well, all right. I'm sorry. I I know you used to be involved in show business, so I thought you'd get off on it. I used to okay. I used to be involved in show business. All right. Look, maybe it hasn't been the greatest year of my life, but I would say used to is strong. Well, I don't know. I've read the trades. Oh, okay. Well, that's it's. Oh, good. It's in the trades then. It's not even just moving. It's not even just happening an, uh, uh, anonymously. No, no, it's in the trades, and it's a, it actually made it into uh, waitstaff uh, monthly. Oh, that what? The things are not. It's it, yes, at uh, time times tough for local uh, TV scribe. Oh, great! Yeah, that's why you got the seat you got, uh-huh. the table you got. Okay, it was, ni- it was nicer than you should have gotten. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, but you know what? You're not the only bigwig I've I've served. Uh huh. Okay. Well, you know. I guess I'm flattered you'd call me a bigwig, but I mean, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't really think you're a bigwig. I was just trying to butter you up. Huh. Oh, so you don't even think I'm a bigwig? No. Yeah. Well, no. that's sweet. It, 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 I thought I was the customer, but well, you were. You're not now, and and, and it, it sounds like you just have like a an endless well of gripes uh-huh. about me. Um. The I thought these were very realistic, very fair things for a dining experience but that i guess that's my uh that's how i saw it well you know i gotta say you're on the bottom of the list of the uh the fps that i've served 
Uh-huh. Okay, okay, of the famous people you've served. Yeah. Like, like who, who, who's on your list? Oh, man, lots of big ones. Um, off the top of my head, uh, Eddie Trunk, uh, Morton Downey IV, Mickey Dolenz, uh, Kevin Smith, Doc McGee, uh, Frank Miller. The great guy. Yeah. Oh, great guy, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, LeVar Ball, another great guy. <laughs> he seems great. Excuse me? He seems great. Oh, I love him. He's great, yeah. Uh, another great guy, Vince Neal. Uh-huh. Super cool guy. No skeletons in his closet. Uh, Robert Blake. Uh-huh. Great guy. Uh, Glenn Beck. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rachel, Rachel Dolezal. Do you know her? Sure. Oh, yeah. I know who that is, yeah. Like, like her, too. My favorite um, Hollywood uh, yeah. person, um, Vince Vaughn. You like Vince Vaughn a lot. Very kind. Sure. Yes, very kind. Um, who else? That stand-up comic that smashed the guitar over the audience member's head. Remember him? Uh-huh. Um, who else have I served? The audience member that, that heckled the stand-up comic who smashed the guitar over his head. Uh-huh. Okay. So you served um, him. Who else was great? Uh, Bernie Madoff. Okay. Uh, Donald Sterling. He's like a, a father figure to me. Great guy, yeah, great. Uh, former owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. Excellent guy. Uh, this guy's like a brother to me, super nice. Papa Papa John Schnatter. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. Um, oh, uh, big big uh, star of screen, Anthony Daniels. Oh, the, the guy who plays C-3PO. Yes, yeah, super yes. cool. He's, he, he seems super cool. He is. Uh, speaking of super cool, Chris Angel. Uh-huh, the magician. Yeah. Uh, Andy Kindler. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Hot felon Jeremy Leake's cousin. Oh, so the co- the cousin of the hot felon. Yeah, about twenty five percent is hot. Okay. Yeah, you know how Jeremy Weeks ha- has bedroom eyes. Yeah. This this guy has um like front room eyes. Okay. Yeah. Like vestibule eyes. Exactly. Yes, narthex eyes. Like where you kind of take your rain boots off. In the church, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, who else is cool? Uh, El Chupacabra? El Chup... The, wait, the, the mythical Latin American monster? Mythical, says you. <laughs> oh, he's not, he's not mythical. No. Okay. Comes in once every couple months or so. Great Dipper. El Chupacabra. Yep. Well behaved, uh, unlike some of the other uh, supernaturals that frequent this place. Wait, unlike the what? Supernaturals? What are you talking about? The super. You know how Savory Mills is is attached to the Newbridge Opera House? Yeah, yeah. Which is actually why I had been, why I was eating there, was I Mm. was going to see Yes featuring uh, Anderson, Wakeman, and Rabin. That, that show later that night, and I just wanted to eat before the show. Right, right. Well, as you know, the Opera House has been around for, you know, decades, I guess almost a century, and so many legendary entertainers have performed there, and, and they all loved playing there from what I, I've heard, and one performer in particular loved it a little too much. Uh-huh. Who, who, who are you talking about? Benny Goodman, you know, the great uh, uh, clarinetist. He he loved the Opera House so much that he basically never left. He never left it? Yeah. What do you mean by him? He, how, how did he never leave it? He haunts it. 
Okay, hold, hold on a second. You're saying that the ghost of Benny Goodman, mm-hmm. the band leader and clarinet player, yeah, haunts the the Newbridge Opera House. He does, yeah, yeah. But you know, he's he, he's not like a he's not scary or anything like that. He's just um, what's the word? Like he's he's inappropriate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he he jams with everybody. So he's okay. So that's how he's inappropriate. Yes. Yeah. Um, Benny Goodman died in 1986, and um, the legend has it that his ghost clarinet first appeared playing along with the Replacements when they gigged there on the uh, on the Tim tour. And uh, it's interesting. People thought that Bob had four hands that night, especially during his solo on the rarely played Dose of Thunder, because there were two ghosts. Hands. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. This weird, like high pitched, you know, you know, clarinet sound. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. No one knew what was going on. And over the years, the, the ghost of Benny Goodman has sat in with everybody from I don't know, Richie Havens to suicidal tendencies. Suicidal tendencies. Yes. Yeah. So the so he Benny Goodman's ghost jams with. Well, I guess that explains... Yeah, I think uh, the song he jammed with them with on was uh, Possessed to Skate, yeah. <laughs> Why? It's funny because he must have thought it was just roller skating. He did, like, yes. Like, for him, that, and that was probably a relatively new thing for him. Mm, he was roller skating craze, yeah. And then he's jamming a lot... I don't know if on the other side you see the, what's on earth, but I, I, can you imagine you're this guy from then and you're, you're playing your little clarinet and there's this guy in like a bandana on his head just doing this weird like bob and weave thing and he's got like a, he probably didn't have a shirt on at that point because they used to play possessed to skate late in the set. Yeah. You say, I guess, look, that's a whole other matter that I don't know. A whole other can of, uh, yeah. Cholos? I don't even know what's going on. I'm not going to talk about the worms again with you because you'll start getting all, you'll start getting all weird with the Lost Boys again. How are you, worms? Yeah, see, I. So with the um, during the show, Mm -hmm. there was like this high pitched, weird squealing that kept happening every time Trevor Rabin was playing a solo. And, I mean, I, I didn't know what it was. And the, you're, I mean, based on what you were saying, was that, that was Benny Goodman? Oh, no, that was actually ELPR. ELP, no, it was Anderson, Wakeman, Rabin. So it's like, they it's yes, A, A-W-R. Oh, no, no, I meant it was N-E-L-P-R, uh-huh. an elderly prog rumble. Why? Okay, now I'm really confused. I thought you were talking about Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer. No, no, E-L-P-R. What? What is that? I have no e- idea what you're talking elderly about. Elderly prog rumble. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know that, what that is, okay? That, that, that high-pitched sound you heard dur- during Trevor's solo wasn't actually Benny's ghostly licorice whip. It was a cat fight between John Anderson... Rick Wakeman, Jeff Downs, and Steve Howe. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, what happened was, Downs and Howe were livid about John and Rick using the name Yes, 
and they showed up at the show that night. Okay. Okay. And they waited for John and Rick to get into John's backstage teepee. He has this teepee backstage that he kind of hangs out at. Uh So they go in that thing during Raven's solo. And while they're in there, Jeff Downs and and Steve Howe, who's like probably the frailest guy on the planet at this point. Yeah, at this point, he's. it looks like he's made of like pipe cleaner. Exactly. He used to say when someone would come up and try to shake his hand, watch the hands. Now he just says, watch the breath. Like don't breathe on them? Exactly, yes, yeah. Wow. Anywho, those two guys start wailing on the teepee with tire irons. With That has John Anderson inside of it. And Rick Wakeman. And Rick Wakeman. They're just smashing those guys. Mm-hmm. It, it was sick. And... If you remember, that's why John sang the rest of the show from a hospital bed on stage, and it's also why Rick was only able to eat one sandwich while they played. As you know, he usually does like four. Oh, okay. The rest of the show. Yeah. So he was. So his injuries limited him to just one sandwich. Wasn't that hungry afterwards? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess you feel that way after you've been beaten with a tire iron. You're yeah. At, you might lose your appetite. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of ghosts. Yeah. you seen the trailer for that new Casey Affleck uh, film called Ghost Story? I did. I, I did see the trailer for it. Looks terrible. They should call it Sheet Story, right? Well, yes, it does. I mean, it's not like a high-tech special effects ghost. It's like a sheet with two holes cut in it. Well, it's like that episode of the of the Brady Bunch where, where that... Uh, that astronaut that no one even knew back then is like a guest star on it. Can you imagine like the calls that went in for that thing where, hey, we want John Glenn to do, to, to do this this walk on. Now he's not going to do it. We want Buzz Aldrin. Now he's not going to do it. We want who, and this other guy shows up who probably never even got in the capsule. Remember that? Yeah. I anyway, there's a ghost in that episode. Yeah. and It, I, it looks just like the ghost in, in, in that one. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. That's called a massive divergence, Tom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no. Look, I get it, though. I follow you, boys. Thanks. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what. I can't wait for uh, Casey Affleck's next movie. Okay. What is yeah. that? Well, he's playing the titular character in Twice as Hard, the Rich Robinson story. Rich, the Rich Robinson is the the guitarist from the Black Crows. Yes. Yeah. He looks just like him. He does kind of look like him. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's uh. Well, finally, the story of of the guitarist of the Black Crows will be told. It's coming, yeah. I'm just glad they're getting that out before the Johnny Colt movie. The what movie? Johnny Colt. John, who's Johnny Colt? He's the bassist in the Black Crows. And they're doing a movie on him also? Yes, a very exciting story. He had several uh, DUIs. Yeah. Sounds thrill. It sounds so cinematic. It is. It's really good. Hey, you know, speaking of cinema, uh huh. Love to get your eyes on my screenplay. Uh huh. So you've written a screenplay? I sure have. Yeah. Need some punching up though. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. It's called American Psych Weight. American Psych Weight. Yes. Like American Psycho. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But my story takes place in the world of of restaurants, not not on Wall Street. Uh huh. 
Yeah, but it's, it's a very similar kind of thing. You know, a guy who's very, very tortured soul, you know, uh, misunderstood by society. And, uh, you know, he kind of wreaks havoc and takes his revenge by doing all kinds of things like, uh, you know, crazy food poisonings and things and, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of butchering, a lot of, uh, throat slicing, that sort of thing. And he, he, uh, he also does this thing where he, mixes it in in the 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 flesh of his victims in into the vegetarian options on on the menu yeah. and, he, and he serves it to to them oh that's horrible hey can i oh my god can i just ask you boy are are these stories you're just you just mentioned are they from your actual are these made up or are these from like your your actual life from my life no Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're you're not sure. Look, an artist never tells his deepest secrets. All right. You know that's uh, you don't you don't uh, you don't hear Kevin Smith talking about whether or not he actually went to a convenience store. Um, I think I actually did hear him talk a lot about the making of that thing. Oh, where'd you hear that? Uh, just everywhere. Okay. Everywhere he showed up with a, a working microphone. Mm. What was he wearing during those appearances? Uh, hockey hockey jersey and jorts. Huh. Backwards baseball cap. I was going to say, was there a cap involved? Yeah, he's, okay. what he's missing at this point is like an oversized lollipop. <laughs> right, 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 right. Or whatever the modern equivalent of that would be. Some kind of sucker? I don't know. Yeah. Something like like some some like sour patch kids or something. Exactly. Yes. Um. Hey, you know, can I ask you another thing about the other night when I sure, when yeah. I was eating? Uh, that that has kind of stuck with me. Um. At one point, you had come out of the kitchen and you were holding these two like skillets that were like si- really sizzling, really smoking. Right. Re- yeah. Real hot. So I mean, they looked so hot, and um, they were like actually like glowing red from how hot they were. Yeah, they came right off the uh, grill, and then I put them right into the oven for like five minutes or so. So they were, yeah, they were they were they were mm-hmm. but blazing I, I, hot. Yeah, I I don't um I don't think you were wearing any any protection on your hands though at all. Like not. Like no oven mitt, like I didn't see anything. Hmm. And you even did like a little loop around the restaurant to sing "Happy Birthday" to a, a woman at a table at the other end of the restaurant while holding these skillets with nothing on your hands. Right. So it just like I was very confused by it, and it, it's like. I don't know. It's like, are you, I don't even know how to ask the question based on the stuff we talked about now. It makes me now even wonder if you're even, like, human. What's the question? Are you human? How's that? Is that enough of a question? Is that too weird of a question? I mean, I don't know how well...
voice, hello? Is that Benny Goodman? Boys, please, just... Okay. Hello? Oh, he's gone. All right. I don't even... That's so confusing. I mean, now I don't even know... If, like, he's... I don't know if Boyce is possessed by the ghost of Benny Goodman or if he actually is the ghost of Benny Goodman. Or maybe this is just like a nightmare and I'm asleep. It could be any of them. I don't know. I don't know. Thanks again for listening to Best Show Best. Much thanks to Jason Gore, Pat Byrne. Martin Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, of course, John Worcester, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Marsha Newmeyer, and, uh, yeah, you, the best show listener. Thank you. And if you like this, check out the full show every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight at thebestshow.net and support the best show, patreon.com slash thebestshow. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.